like their own like it's, bar it's yeah audio test? yeah okay. no i'm just not it's just part of it okay. they so it's the episode of family guy where um all the women come and they like they start going to the clam and so all the guys um start their own clubhouse and then they're, obviously they're just talking about yeah. like sex and they're like no let's talk about something different than sex and they were like all right would you would you rather start a small business with the guy who plays Randy on My Name is Earl or some other, like, funny option? And then, like, for, like, two minutes, they're just sitting there discussing, like, well, does he have an idea? Does he have any capital? And stuff like that. It just goes on for so long. And then Joe's like, this is stupid. I don't want to talk about vaginas. <laughs> um. Anyways, <clears throat> welcome back to Owls Only, an adult swim podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Hope. I don't have to say, say every, every word, word, twice, twice. Um, and I'm Alex, I'm the co-host this episode. Um, life sucks, there's your lesson, go enjoy it. <laughs> so, um, both of those are McGurk quotes. Um, McGurk's funny. So, we're talking about Home Movie Season 1, because this is the start of our Lauren Bouchard miniseries that we're going to be doing throughout the month of May to lead up to the one-year anniversary of the Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah. We, we're doing this this Sunday, right? Oh, dropping this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It'll be every Sunday in, yes. in May. Because um, what we did for a while was we kind of, I recorded a lot of episodes and I kept them banked and it would release them at like random times, which is why you'd be, you know, last week released the Robot Chicken Walking Dead episode we recorded in like February. Yeah. So there's like February discourse on it. We were waiting for uh, both of us to settle in like after college and stuff. Yeah. But now we're on a bit more of a regular schedule, at least for this month, we're going to be recording them pretty much the week they come out yeah i think but if not within like 10 days yeah but so this is i've wanted to do this for a while because i think that the bob's burgers movie was the closest thing to like an actual adult swim like movie representation in theaters for like a long long time because the lauren bouchard like series of shows it goes back literally to like the first moment of adult swim because home movies is created by him and brandon small who went on to do uh, metalocalypse obviously and so this was literally the first thing they ever broadcast on adult swim like 10 o'clock september 2nd 2001 is like the director's cut episode where they're fighting about the um the Fran the um is it Franz Kafka? Yes. Yes, the Franz Kafka. I can't I can't think of it without without like singing it in my head. Kafka-esque. Yeah, it's like the two two half hour shows that started in 1999 and got canceled on Adult Swim have like iconic jokes about Kafka. Yeah, that's true actually. <laughs> because you have this and then you have the um the no meat touching ma'am from Mission Hill with the <laughs> with the Kafkaesque cartoon. <laughs> but um so this show has a very. Did Adult Swim used to start at ten? Yeah, start. Used to, I think you should start at eleven. God damn! What's this? It's eight now, right? It is. Oh, I start. This is a big thing because today is May first. So starting tonight, the day of recording this is May first. So starting tonight at seven is they are starting Adult Swim now an hour earlier at seven. And that's like permanent. That's permanent for the at least for now. Nice. Because kids don't watch cable anymore. 
and it's true kids watch fucking youtube yes kids don't watch cable anymore and so um like ooh, that's cool yeah so what they're doing is they're kind of adding more like classic shows to like the actual cartoon network lineup and then they're also expanding adult swim and doing things like my adventures of superman and unicorn warriors eternal oh, and stuff like that like- decently big shakeup then i didn't realize they were yeah on Cartoon Network too. it's pretty it's pretty huge but like because both um both unicorn and superman were both sold as cartoon network shows i i knew that and they both moved made the move to adult swim which i'm honestly like happy for because superman is just gonna be like a workplace comedy about like clark kent and lois lane and like that is perfect for adult swim i've always wanted i've always been a proponent because cartoon never gets to have like all these dc shows i've always said that adult swim should be able to have like adult animated dc shows and they do they showed harley quinn on like a toonami marathon once but that's pretty much it besides like the batman marathons they do where they marathon like those fucking animated batman movies they make 30 of a year but um they really do oh yeah like there's like there's like a whole genre where they just adapt like every batman story not like there's no continuity to it or anything it's just like they just they're just constantly making those animated movies it's it's cool too because i know for a little bit at least we were somewhat worried that adult swim was gonna have some troubles you know as cable dies and as all the shakeups with uh warner go like Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Like I know uh, this is more like a couple months ago, but we were. I know Bryce, you and I were talking a lot about how if like what the fuck happens. Yeah. To, so to Adult Swim, and it looks and after Rick and Mort, like after Justin Roiland, you know. Yeah, and it looks like this is what happens because there's a lot of interesting stuff coming out this year. But um, well, they get more. They're getting more. Uh, I don't want to say creative. Everything's creative. They're getting more like I would say they're getting less creative and more. Um, I think they're making more actual TV shows. Yeah, but it'll stick around. Yes, that means so yes. That's good. Um, so we're talking about home movies. The show has a very interesting history because um, it's animated in Squiggle Vision. Which what did you think of the Squiggle Vision? Um, I thought like something was wrong. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people hate it. Do you hate it? I don't hate it. I can, I get the appeal, like, were they trying to replicate, like, what, well, they didn't even need to replicate what a VHS looked like in 1999. No, this is just the animation style. Oh, well then, I mean, in that case, I'm indifferent on it. Um, like, if it came out today, I would have read it as them trying to, like, emulate a VHS type style. Yeah, like a VHS thing. Um, so, Squiggle Vision was invented by Tom Snyder, who was, like, an elementary school teacher, who, in the late 90s, invented Squiggle Vision as part of, like, this educational computer programs he was making, and it's what Soup to Nuts, the production company, started as, and, um, they start doing, um, Dr. Katz, professional therapist for Comedy Central in the 90s. Do you know what that is? No, I've never even heard of that. That was a huge, huge, like, before South Park, that was Comedy Central's, like, flagship show. Oh, cool. And it's essentially this. I've never heard of it. Really, it's a huge... What was it called again? Dr. Katz, professional therapist. No, never heard of it. Some of our friends actually used to discover it on YouTube and, like, send me links to it. I'm like, yeah, I know what this is, but... Um, I've never heard of that. Like, I, I haven't even heard, like, older people I know talk about that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Dr. Katz, the format was... So, you know the um, Melissa's dad in the show? Yes. That's Jonathan Katz. Jonathan Katz plays him, and he played Dr. Katz, who is a, like, a professional therapist. Okay. And it was basically, like, an animated... It was basically, like, animated stand-up. They have, like, segments with um, Dr. Katz and his son, who was played by H. John Benjamin, 
and then um his like receptionist that was played by Laura Silverman and then like all the other segments would just be like just literal celebrity stand up but like as if they were having therapy so they would just have like all these different like 90s comedians in there and like do their stand up but like if it was therapy That's instead really, was Mitch Hedberg ever on it? I'm sure because I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Mitch is Mitch Hedberg's all over this season of home movies fucking love Mitch Hedberg how did how do you know who like how did you my get my dad like my dad I was like probably like 14 and my dad uh-huh. was just like you want to see my favorite comedian ever and i was like yeah sure so he just pulls it up on youtube and we watched like two hours of his of, of Miss his, Hedge- mitch hedberg I stuff i love him dude yeah he's all over this season and then at the end of those two hours he told me he died yeah <laughs> he um he's i didn't realize this till afterwards he's the like the guy who runs the therapy group uh, the, the anger management group that McGirt goes to. That's what I th- I thought that that was him, but I couldn't tell for sure. I, I I know I knew it was some kid. Yeah. So I just because I looked over at Bryce and I was like, is that Mitch Hedberg? And Bryce is always the one who can identify people from their voices. So he was kind of like, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> the kid's name is Mitch too. So he has oh, like, I didn't catch that. He has like two roles in this um, season. But um, David Cross is also in the finale because I was watching him. Like, is that David Cross? Yeah, I and I listened. That. I listened to the commentary for that episode, and like, yeah, it is David Cross. Um, anyways, so after, I mean, wh- while Doctor Katz is going on, they also did Science Court, which they actually made us watch in um, fifth grade, which I never realized until years later. That's what you were talking about the other day. Yeah, Science Court is like it's kind of like a mag school bus type show where it's literally they argue about like principles of like science in like a courtroom. It also like H. John Benjamin's all over it. Um, Paula Poundstone, who plays Brendan's mom for the first five episodes of the series, is in that show. They change her voice actress. Yes. Huh. So that's a that's a what's one of the bigger changes they make because um, so I don't know if they produced these last because there's it ran for five episodes on UPN and then it was canceled and then um, by a, then there was an executive called Khaki Jones at um, Cartoon Network slash Adult Swim who loved it. She was, like, obsessed with it. I'm pretty sure that her pronouns are she here. She's obsessed with it. And she wanted to, um, she wanted to, like, have it as, like, an anchor show for, like, the upcoming, they used to, they, the name for it was Parental Block before they came came up with Adult Swim. (laughs) Um, so she wanted to have that on there. And so she, like, bought home movies. I don't know when they, um... I don't know when they made those last eight episodes because it's all considered one season. Like the first five and the last eight are all considered one season everywhere you go. It's 13 episodes in season one. But I feel like on the commentary, they talk a lot about how it it like the turnaround on home movies is very short. It's only like a couple weeks to make an episode. Whereas like even like like the average family guy or American dad takes about nine months to a year to make an episode. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. Do they... They work on all of them at once. once. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the average, um, like, fam- I was about to say, I was like, no fucking shot. Yeah. The average, <laughs> the average, like, Simpsons, King of the Hill, those shows take about like a about a year to make like a full episode. But apparently, in home movies, the turnaround was like only a couple weeks, according to the um, to the commentary. But um, I mean, I can see it. It didn't. It, it, it's not. It's cool because it, you can tell that it was not as like high budget. Yeah. As like a lot of the contemporary animated shows are but also like it doesn't affect the quality yeah no um it's very very improv the first yes, five episodes funny as fuck. <laughs> the first five episodes do not have scripts like they, at all the, i think they have i think pretty sure they either figure it out or they have like very rough outlines they do not have scripts and um a lot of it is just the actors just kind of like talking to each other and just like messing with each other 
And um, so Brendan's mom for the first five episodes is a comedian called Paula Poundstone. Um, and she left after the UPN cancellation because it was just kind of like not her thing. Um, there's also, she got, maybe got arrested for something. There's some, <laughs> there's some history there. That I don't know. I don't know enough about that to talk about it, but I know there's something like that in there. But um, <laughs> they replace her with Janine Tatulio who voices um, Brendan's mom, Paula, for the rest of the show, for, like, the other, I don't know, like, 47 episodes of home movies. And she Dude, is... That's a decent amount of episodes. There's 52, and so 52... Yeah, 47. Yeah, that's, so, that's a good amount of episodes. Yeah, because they did four seasons of three. Uh, four seasons of 13. So she is, like, she is Paula. Even though Paula was named after Paula Poundstone, Janita Tulio is, like, the voice of Paula. And something I also did not know about Janine DiTullio until recently was that she wrote on Metalocalypse and even helped write the Doomstar Requiem. Oh, that's cool. Which is great. wrote music or wrote the script? I don't, I'm assuming the script because she she wrote like scripts for like the actual Metalocalypse like show as well. Which is very interesting because like you get, because she is a comedy writer and, but it is very interesting because like you wouldn't expect that like Brendan's like Brendan's mom, like Paula Small, wrote on um, like Metalocalypse, which is very funny. Well, and then Brendan Small's obviously vo- voices Brendan, right? Yes, Brendan voices himself. It was Brendan Small. He was a um, stand-up comedian in Boston. He was discovered by Lauren Bouchard, who like just kind of liked his energy and brought him into this show cool. because this show, um, a lot of Adult Swim back then is made at home in Atlanta, but this is one of the shows that was actually made not in Atlanta, not in New York, not in LA. It was actually made in Boston. So, like, this is like a... A whole show or just season one? Whole show. I'm pretty sure. This is like a Boston native show, which is interesting. They That's ta- cool. They talk about how um, when UPN was promoting them, they, like, had billboards and stuff and, like, advertisements on, like, buses, like, only in Boston. But, um... That must have been so cool. Like... Yeah. Being Brendan. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was... He's, so cool. <laughs> he is... He is our age. He is 23 when he records those yeah. first five episodes. No, yeah. Like, he is our age. Um, speaking on the improv, I like the improv. The improv, it makes it feel... Because they stutter all yes. the time. And it makes it feel like it's a home movie. It's cool. Yes, like, that is... It's a huge thing with this era of Adult Swim, specifically that very long conversational type thing. Yes, I've noticed. They, um, I don't mind it, though. Oh, I no, would, I, I, I love it. Have, I wouldn't have liked it when I was, like, a teenager, I don't think. I've always loved it. Like but it's, I like it now. It's one of the main things that kind of drew me to Adult Swim was that style of dialogue, and I've always loved it. But um, there's, like, an Aqua Teen episode, because H. John Benjamin, too, is, like... Apparently, I've heard some people say, like, there was a guy who did, like, an AMA about home movies once, and he said that everyone at William Street was just, like, in love with H. John Benjamin, which I totally understand because he's all over, like, every Adult Swim thing. Like, he's in, he's, there's an episode of Aqua Teen, they have, like, a four-minute deleted scene on the DVD where it's just H. John Benjamin and John Glazer, who's, like, Neon Joe and John Delocated. Right. They're just playing these alien creatures, just having, like, a four-minute conversation about how they hate their wives for, like, trying to make them, make them move like their preserved brain collection and stuff like that that's actually really funny it's so funny what did, what did H.O.N. do before this besides the uh, other comedy central just show? Dr. Katz I'm pretty sure Dr. Katz was his first thing huh so it's like Dr. Katz he does this he does like he's all over early adult swim he's on sp- he guest stars on Space Ghost he's um I didn't know this until I looked it up, but he's Jason in this as well, right? Yeah, he's Jason. I didn't. I I did not know that. Once you, once you, once you know what you hear. Oh yeah, once you place it, you're able to recognize like every H. Yep. John voice, and that's a big. That's gonna be a big recurring thing throughout like this entire miniseries because he does that throughout Lucy, throughout 
Bob's Burgers. Uh, he's in all of these. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized that. He's a main character in all these. Throughout Lucy, throughout Bob's Burgers, and even in the Bob's Burgers movie, like, backup singers are, like, just H. John Benjamin. He's the main character? In what? In this? No, I mean... I mean, he's a main character. Okay. Because okay. he's Jason and McGurk. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss something when I was watching. No, no, he's Jason He's Jason and McGurk. Um, That's true. Jason, by the way, I kind of, I never really appreciated him as much, but on this rewatch, I appreciated Jason a lot more. He is so fucking oh, funny. Oh, yeah, no, he was my favorite kid. I love Jason. He he's was so funny. Kid. He was funny. Um, all, th- all three of the kids are fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the three of them have such a good dynamic. Um, I think Melissa's voice, because Melissa also does, like, she does this, she does Lucy, Daughter of the Devil, and she does, like, background characters on Bob's Burgers. She's never had, I think the only character she has on Bob's Burgers is, like, one of the, like, school employees, but it's not, like, a fun one. She doesn't get to do anything fun. I wonder if she just doesn't want to voice act anymore, it, and she only comes in to do, like, pickups on, like, Bob's Burgers and stuff. It's cool how they're, like, all friends still. Well, yeah. Presumably. Yeah. Like, it's cool how they, they carry each other over through the show. That's something that I've always liked about Adult Swim. I know other stuff do it does it too, but like, yeah. Adult Swim is really good because about keeping their like actors in the loop and stuff. So much of like like so much of Adult Swim comes from the same pool. Like H. John Benjamin and um Brendan Small are all over the Venture Brothers all the time. Like Brendan Small is in the Venture Brothers up until like the final episode and stuff. Hmm. He plays like a couple like secondary characters. Um and H. John Benjamin plays like Orpheus has like this um this like magical like master who's like teaches him everything and it's H. John Benjamin and he just yells at him. Okay, I was about to say until you said that I was like I haven't seen enough to see that, but he's Cerberus, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, Cer- okay, he's Cerberus okay. in that one episode, but, like, one time he, because he, he changes appearances, one time he appears as, like, Orpheus's ex-wife to, like, mess with his head and stuff, and he's just, like, he's being, like, such an asshole, too, he's, like, he's Orpheus's ex-wife, and he's, like, these are easily C-cups, you could bounce a penis off these, and just, like, doing shit like that to, or- just to, like, just to torture Orpheus. I think I've seen, you, think you, you must have shown me that episode, because that, that's ringing a bell. We, yeah, I, I mean, there's, he's, he's all over that show, but, like, um, like, and also H. John Benjamin goes on to be um archer and like archer is made by like the c lab and frisky dingo guys and like dana snyder obviously is master shake and dana snyder is in like dana snyder's in venture brothers dana snyder's in bob's burgers like it, it is all one that's yeah. that's what i'm that's why i say that um the bob's burgers movie is an adult swim movie because there's so many of those like actors get to come in but i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that up later on the actual episode yeah, but um save that for that but yeah. Yeah. You made that point a lot though. I agree. So this is uh this was a huge bedtime show for me because I discovered this in high school um because this used to be the entire show would be on the Adult Swim app. Mm. And the Adult Swim app back then used to do a really cool thing where um every day they would have like an alternating marathon so like Mondays would be Taunt's Mouse, Tuesdays would be Aqua Teen, Wednesdays would be like um like your pretty face is going to hell. When did they stop doing that? Cuz I I remember that i would say probably around maybe like 2017 2018 okay, yeah yeah because when i was watching adult swim like in high school i would always see that yeah um and i'd always be like what the fuck is the show yeah this i'm talking about on the app oh on the app okay on the app they did this for like it would be like all day like 24 hours on the app so like 24 hours of like they just run all, like all of aqua team oh, they do okay. they run 12 months mouse on a loop that kind of stuff and so i remember it was like this is back when i was a teenager i could stay up until like 5 a.m 
And yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, me neither. I could probably say it to like three or four though. Yeah, I like can't I do five. I could do five and then just kind of like be okay the next it's day. Fucking weird. It's weird. It's really weird. But I I remember being like fourteen or fifteen, and I was just like I was just like all right, I'm pulling up whatever's on the Adult Swim app, and it was um, a season two episode of Home Movies, and I was like, oh, I fucking love this, and yeah. so then I um I was I was put off by Squiggle Vision, so I actually watched seasons two through four first, and then I went back and I watched. And I was I was already so in love. I went back and I watched the Squibble Vision ones. It's not bad enough for me to have done that. I don't think. Uh, back then, you may have. Fair enough. Because when you're a dumb, like fifteen year old, like it's it, it might put you off. But um, and so I also realized that like, oh wait, this is just Bob's Burgers, and I was obviously like a big fan of Bob's Burgers back then. That was also airing on Adult Swim all the time. But um, this is like a perfect bedtime show because you can just put this on and it just, it's so relaxing yeah, it's and quiet, funny. Yeah, it's for the most part. It's very quiet, relaxing, and funny. Like it's all on YouTube too. Yeah, the voices aren't too dynamic. Yeah, they're good. It's and a good, so it's a, good show. A, a lot of times I'll like put it. I'll like put on like the first episode to like fall asleep and stuff just because it's funny. It's just like it's just it's funny to just listen to them like Brendan and McGurk like talk and then you just like fall asleep to it. But um. So we also, I also want to do um, Merch Corner here because this show has some interesting merchandise. Pretty much it's only DVDs, but um, I have the 10th anniversary box set, which is, um, you know how like the old, like like the Family Guy DVDs I gave you where they have like the three individual yes. little cases? Yes. So all the home movie sets are like that. And for the, were you going to say something? I was going to say, I realized the other day, you actually gave me two part threes for season three. <laughs> I just realized. I was oh like, yeah. I was, all from, I was looking through one of the... All, Three, That's all from a YouTube, from an eBay guy. Yeah, three of them are the correct seasons and the correct parts, and then one of them is it's like season four. Yeah, and there's like part one of season six, part one of season uh, one, and like part three of season three. Yeah, and classic. N- none of season That's, four. It's all eBay. But um, so the whole movies box set is just like all twelve of those like tiny little clasp cases. Where is it? It's over there. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Um, oh, I see it. It's all twelve of those tiny little clasp cases in one box, and it also comes with a literal like clapperboard, like a real life clapperboard, cool. and a, like it. and like yeah, and like a tote bag with McGurk on it. That's in my room. It's not in here. Um, the tote bag with McGurk on it, and also comes with um the home movies soundtrack because they tenth the anniversary you said yeah, so it was two thousand nine. How much that? How much that cost you? So I believe well, you don't have to answer that no, I believe that was a birthday present. Oh, um, that's nice. So I th- I'm pretty sure back because I got this in 2016. This is when I got into home movies, and like this is back when it was pretty cheap. So it was like 70 bucks on Amazon, okay. if I remember. Okay, that's not because bad. if you look at it now, it's like 400. dollars It's like I mean, it's skyrocketed in value for some reason. But I still have it. It's in like pretty perfect condition. Um, I love it, and I also but also I love having the um. I also have the individual season sets too because I'm just like a fucking weirdo completionist who has like all this shit. Yeah, they're over there. So. Yeah, they're right next to the because they're right next to um because I feel like if people looked at my DVD shelf, they think I'm fucking insane what? because it's not organized by any kind of rational thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just where shit goes. It's organized by but what by what looks right to me. Like there's the four seasons of home movies and then all of Metalocalypse and then Lucy Daughter of the Devil. Like, because that's, that makes sense to me. And it's all just like, it's, it, there's no, cause a lot of people will do it strictly alphabetical or like by genre or something. I just, for me, it's all just well, what that, makes sense. That's how my retro shelf is. I have like PS2, then Wii, then GameCube. And then I have like my pouches that, I, that you put your consoles in and then Game Boy DS. Yeah. So, you know, you just do it however you want. So we watched, you watched, 
10, no, 9 of the 13 episodes. Like, there are 9 that I picked out for you. I thought we did 8. We did 9. Okay. Because we did the first 5, and then we did Director's Cut, School Nurse, um, the Marbles one, and the Finale. So that's 9. Okay. And they're, because I, um, I got to handpick the last 4, but I, and I went back and I watched the 4 that, like, you didn't watch, and, like, I kind of realized that there is not a single bad episode in this whole show, in this whole season, like there's an ep- there's a scene that we missed or that you missed where um it's like Paula and Brendan are going to get fries and the whole scene is just Brendan trying to convince her that um she should get him his own fries she's like you never finish it and then and then like the guy over like the the McDonald's worker is like yeah I should get him his own fries but see he knows Brendan's like he knows he's the worker he knows you have to give me the fries that's funny as fuck yeah and they get the fries and then and then um. And then Brent and Paul's like, "How are you working on those fries, Brendan?" And he's like, "Ah, too many. There are too many." And it's just like, like it's just, I, was, <laughs> it, that's the whole show, and it's so good. It, the show, you said this, you pretty much said this exact same thing earlier, but the show, it feels like Bob's Burgers without Bob. And without the restaurant shit. It, fe- like, it feels like just the kids at school fucking around. It feels like Bob's Burgers without um, the constraints that make it a real TV show. Yes. That, because... That, that, that's a better way of saying what I was Because what Bob's Burgers is, is it's like a mixture of this and they yeah, got a some... TV show. No, they got this and they got the guy who developed King of the Hill to come on and help make Bob's okay. Burgers. Yeah, so it's more of a TV sense. show. We'll get into that later. But, um, <laughs> so... I just love every character on the show. I love all their dynamics. Um, a big thing that we don't get enough of this season, they really develop later on, is that McGurk and Melissa have such a funny fucking, like, repertoire. Her, like, a funny... such good banter between the two of them. That's funny. They didn't do any of that. Really. Yeah. They, there's, like, maybe yeah, one like, scene of few. it. But, like, there's so many good scenes where he's just he's just screaming at her. And it's so funny. Like, um... <laughs> like, there's an episode where Melissa gets, like... In season three, Melissa gets, like, she's forced to go to this, um, to this, like, princess, like, fairy camp thing, whatever, because mm-hmm. her father thinks she's not being feminine enough, which they actually kind of deal with gender roles a decent amount in this show, which I think is cool. That's cool. But, um, she, and then she sees, she, like, hates it. It's like a torture camp, but she sees McGurk at the mall, and she's just, like, begging McGurk to, like, buy something she won't get in trouble, and he's just, like, screaming at her. But, um, I've always said, because Jimmy Pesto, um, he got, Jimmy Pesto, also, unfortunately, another huge, um, Adult Swim guy, he was at the Capitol Riots. We said this every time we talk about it. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> He did, he did in fucking, uh-oh, Stinky, went yeah, to the Capitol riots. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're going to recast him. I heard on Twitter the fuck, really? they're going to recast him. Right. But I always said, I've always said... Like they Adult sh- Swim is or someone is? Like Lauren Bouchard. Huh. It's not Adult Swim show anymore. Oh, right. Um, Like, Lauren Bouchard is going to, like, recast him. Like, that's what he said on Twitter. But, um... I've always said they should replace Jimmy Pesto with um a char- with like his wife voiced by Melissa just so we can have more like H John and Melissa banter because that's a huge thing that I think you miss in Bob's Burgers because she's not any of like the major she's not like a major character in that yeah, show she's like the school she's like a, she's like a school employee who like says stuff sometimes but it's all like straight man dialogue it's not like she doesn't get to be like funny yeah um I. Another huge thing I love about this show is that another thing that's kind of makes it different from Bob's Burgers is that everyone in this show was like kind of an asshole in like very subtle ways. It's not like Family Guy where they're like shooting each other. Yeah. But they're an asshole. It's, it's, it's not slapstick. Yeah, but they're they're like assholes in very subtle ways. They're very petty, especially when the movies are involved. Like, um. Oh yeah. Did you see the? Ep- they're, 
<laughs> Brendan's pretentious as shit. Yeah, Brendan's pretentious. <laughs> um, and Jason. Awesome. Yeah, and Jason and Melissa are always fighting. Like, there, there's an episode. I don't know if you saw this one or not. Um, where they let Jason be director, and he immediately tries to like make Melissa quit. I don't think that we watched that episode, but I think I've seen that episode with you. And it's just like it's so funny because he's just like he's such an evil fucking asshole. Like as soon as as soon as Brendan gives him like a modicum of power, he just starts like. Also, I love when they draw Jason with that like sinister face. Like, whenever he, like, narrows his eyebrows, it's yeah. so funny. Because, like, he does that, and he's just like, he's like, I don't know, Brendan. I think we need um, a skinnier actress for this role. And just shit like that. Like, he's just, like, I, he's just used, calling Melissa fat. They used their eyes. They didn't have eyebrows. They just had their eyes squish. Yeah, yeah. they had their eyes squish. Is that squish. what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I just love when Jason does that. Because, like, Melissa would do that, too. Melissa would just, like, um, would just, like just shit on Jason whenever she gets like power or whatever or should try to like shove like push somebody out of the project yeah that's like every episode too is they just act like that about their movies yeah it's just assholes yeah it's but it's so funny like um there's I I love the exchange in um director's cut when Brendan's like well you're stupid and she's like you're stupid and they just go back and forth through Brendan so Jason's like stop mommy like (laughs) they're like yeah it's fun they're like kids when it's funny and then they're all they all but they all, they just generally treat them like adults. Yeah, they they talk like adults, which is it's, what makes it funny. Yeah, because they're like they're little kids like making like these movies, but they talk to each other like they're a bunch of like petty like actual filmmakers, yes, like they, like a bunch of they petty talk like to each other like they're in the industry. Yeah, they talk to each other like they're and there's a they develop Jason a lot more too, where Jason becomes like super super aware of film history. Like there's a really good joke where like. Um, Brendan wants to do a romantic comedy and Jason like flips out and he's like the romantic comedy is dead Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts killed it and just stuff like that where he's just like acting like this acting like an insane person what's the best season of the show it might be too. Okay. I unfortunately his dad is voiced by Louis C.K., which is awful because fuck Louis C.K. I oh, feel like right. that comes up a lot in this podcast. <laughs> um, I, st- I still don't know what he did. I just know we don't like them. Yeah, we'll get it. It's not worth getting into on here. <laughs> tell me when I'm 18. Um, yeah, I'll tell you when you're. I'll tell you when you grow up. I'll tell you when you're older. But I do everything with um Brendan's dad in season two was so fun because Brendan gets he gets to meet his dad who's like a rich like city lawyer, huh. and he has like a wife who's just like a complete like. She's super selfish. She, like, hates Brendan. And she, like, only wants the attention on her all the time. And it creates a very interesting dynamic. And then, like, um, there's also a runner in season two where, like, I think it's, like, Dwayne's cousin is, like, it's, like, this girl who, like, Brendan, like, has a crush on and tries to impress her and stuff like that. There was a lot of really fun stuff in season two. It might be my favorite. Um, The show also gets progressively wackier as it goes on. Oh, yeah. Like, um... Season four is much more cartoony. It's a bit more adult. Like they say, like they curse a bit more and like more cartoony shit happens, which kind of gets away from the reason why they bought the show because they say in the commentaries that they bought the show because they liked how like down to earth and how realistic it was to, from like the perspective of a child. It's fun. Yeah. It feels, yeah. Yeah. It feels more like watching like an animation on YouTube. Yes. It's very similar to that. But um, there's so much in here that I love. Like, I love that Paula is, like, realistically poor. Like, even in this first season, like, a, a lot of episodes deal with the fact that, like, 
they have money problems. Yeah. And I think that's like the genesis. Like a single mom. Yeah. That's like the genesis of like that leads. That's like one of the major themes in Bob's Burgers. Like the Belchers are always poor. And I think that's a really fun way to do that because like, I mean, the Simpsons have money problems in like the first season, but like the Simpsons and like the Griffins and like the Smiths, they're all like, they're all like not rich, but they're like, they're like middle class rich. Right. They never have like money problems. So I do think that kind of. The Smiths are good. They're chilling. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that kind of angle makes it really really fun and not fun it makes it, re- and it it adds a lot to the stories and like yeah, stories you wouldn't this is tell the lower middle class and then everyone else is the upper middle class yeah like they're it's yeah, they're not like destitute yeah it's just stories they wouldn't it's stories you they wouldn't tell on like other shows yeah no like american dad wouldn't tell that story but um so yeah there's just so much here that is just like the genesis of like adult swim stuff like um, Larry Murphy, who plays Teddy on Bob's Burgers, and he's also in like Delocated, and he's in Venture Brothers and stuff. Larry Murphy doing Delocated, or do I, what I he's know. he's the doorman with the fake mustache. Okay, <laughs> um, that's funny actually. He's he's fucking hilarious. He's like one of the only characters who like lives throughout that entire show. I think I fucking love Delocated. Deloc- Is he the one who gets like injured like severely? Yes. Okay. He's, yeah, he's the one who gets. He's the one who gets. Um, he's the one who gets like crippled, and then John like jerks him off or something. That if we watch that episode, yes. um, yeah, <laughs> great episode. But um, Larry Murphy, he's like Drew, the assistant coach that McGurk hates and stuff like that. Okay, he like works at the pet shop when they want to get the um, when it might be the cat episode. But he's like he's all over like he's all over this season. He's all over the show. Apparently Eugene Merman is in this season. I didn't know that, but apparently Eugene or at least Eugene Merman's in this show. Um, Eugene Merman is Gene from Bob's Burgers, okay, and he's I was, also I was um, waiting. <laughs> he's all over he's all over Lucy as well. Um, another thing this show does is. Um, like, uh, there's a, so much great music in here, but it's not, it's not like the Bob's Burgers kind of music. They're very kind of like simple, goofy, like, uh, like ukulele stuff. Yeah. And like there's the joke songs there. I mean, there are joke songs, but there's a lot of like, but like Bob's like entirely joke songs. Yeah. But like Brendan Small does like amazing guitar work in this mm-hmm. and you see it, you, it leads to Metalocalypse. Does he play Dwayne's guitar? Yeah. Okay. And also, um. In Perfect Hair Forever, um, there's, like, one of the openings is, um, it's just, like, a heavy metal song that Brendan does, because From, they... In that show, or did he just do that song? He just did that song. And, that, and so, like, he did that song for them because they loved his work on home movies, because it's William Street, and then that's what got him Metalocalypse. Oh, cool. Um, speaking of Perfect Hair, I saw a tweet today that said, um, that said, you're not allowed to post about MF Doom unless you've seen Perfect Hair Forever, which I thought was funny. But, um... So, yeah, there's just so much here. Because, like, even, like, the Franz Kafka, like, rock opera, because, like, that leads, like, that is what leads to, like, the Doomstar Requiem, which is, like, the, the, the clock opera. It's, like, the final episode of Metalocalypse. It's, like, the hour-long rock opera. Yeah. Like, there's just so much here that, like, leads to other, like, huge things in Adult Swim. Um, but, yeah, I just love every character. I love Melissa's dad. Eric, what did you think about Eric? I didn't like him at first, but when we watched that episode where him and he was trying to sell McGurk the house, that was uh-huh. funny. I, he's I, just, I ended up liking him. He's so he's so like funny in such like a nice way, but also I love that he's never 
he like he never gets upset. Like he's always the, yeah. he's always lightening the mood, and also whenever he breaks, it's the funniest thing. I was in about the world. to say he laughs a lot, and it's really <laughs> funny. There's an episode um, where like the last minute of it is just like um, it's like Brendan, Jason, McGurk, and Eric filming like videos for like a dating website, mm. and then and then like the last li- last line of the episode is just it's Jonathan Katz as Eric just laughing through this line, and he's like, "Look, I'm a good man. I'm not gonna pay." you to date me but i'll give you 15 dollars and like he starts laughing um and like another thing the show does a lot in season one they very much drop off when they move to flash is that they do a lot of visual jokes in season one yeah like i can't like recall one but but like it's just like visually the show is like they do a lot of like zoom ins like close-ups and stuff okay yes and like when eric is like doing when eric says that he's kind of doing like this little motion which is and stuff like that and also um in the background of the fries scene there you see a car getting abducted by a ufo and stuff like that that's cool just like weird little things like that they don't mean anything it's just like they're having the animators were having fun um when the show moves to Flash, there's they kind of change that a lot. Where um, it's it's definitely a bit more static, a bit more like Adult Swimmy looking. Um, but also, yeah. So kind of things they changed in between the seasons is so the, on the commentary they say that episode six director's cut, the first Adult Swim one, is the first one with a full script. However, it is still heavily improv. The script is just there. And, guidelines. Yeah, the script is they have a full written script, but it's just in case they can't think of anything funny. And so a lot, That's cool. yeah, a lot of it is just improv still. How much is season two? Is season two not very improv at all? No, I think there's still. I think the whole show is very oh, okay, is pretty okay. improv. For whatever reason, I must have confused it with them switching away from Squiggle Vision then, because for whatever reason, I thought you said as it goes on they get less. Improv. I mean, they do get a little bit less improv. They do get a little more like the episodes get more high concept as they go on. Wow. I think, but um, they're still very very improv-y, I think, but. Um, yeah, I love the commentaries on this because it is just more show. Because it's just Brendan and H. John Benjamin hanging out, and H. John Benjamin is just like calling. He's like, "Oh, you went to you went to Berkeley. You went to music college. You nerd. I'm gonna beat you up after this and stuff like that." Like, well, it's, yeah, I mean, if the whole show's improv, then the commentary's just gonna feel like more of it. It's yeah, the commentary is just more show, and I love that. But um, they also the show is. I think that the show, especially when it starts out, is a lot of just like. Not nonsense, but it is a show just about them talking, but they find what it's really about. And they even say on the commentary, Brendan says in the commentary that, um, oh, Lauren Bouchard just liked our tweet about this podcast. Oh, cool. Um, Brendan says in the commentary that Home Movies is about a kid who controls his universe through the movies that his dad, because his dad gave him the camera and he's like a huge, like... Because the divorce, like, really, like, traumatized Brendan, and so he, like, controls his world, his reality through these cameras, because, yeah. like, he can't control anything else in his life, because, like, he obviously went through huge shakeups with um, his parents getting divorced, and then adopting Josie, which is a very interesting choice, I think. She's adopted? She's adopted. Oh, um, see, I never knew And that. Lauren Bouchard just followed us back. He just followed us, followed the podcast. Thanks, Lauren. Um... But yes, so he, um, Josie was, they, I don't think they outright say it in the show, but they said it in like bonus materials that Josie was adopted. So it's very interesting to me that at some point within the same year, like, I don't know what happened first, but like Brendan's dad leaves Paula and then Paula adopts Josie. And then that's just like the, um, and that's like the dynamic they start the show with. It's a very interesting dynamic. Like Josie 
never really is more than like a plot device. I they love do. Josie. I love Josie too. They do cute stuff with Brendan being like her big brother and stuff like that. But when he kept when he kept being like I don't know what fucking word he was saying. What word was he trying to get her to say? Um, was it marbles? Yeah, he like they kept they did this joke twice. It was with two different words where Brendan was like, "Can you say marbles, Josie?" Marbles? Can you say marble? <laughs> and it's like he did it for. We're gonna, s- we're gonna need to fucking duck that. I'll, and he did I'll it, fix that. And he did it for so long too. Like he just kept on. He kept on going. And I, just, I just love how realistic it is when like whenever Paul like yells at him. Oh yeah, no, it, it's like watching it. I'm actually kind of amazed that adults were able to act like kids so effectively. Yeah, like it's really funny because it feels like you're watching. A mom be like, yo, chill out. <laughs> I also think that, I think that Paula Poundstone Paula and Jean DiTullio Paula do feel like different characters to me. Because Paula Poundstone was, you can, like, she's, she, I feel like she's known to be a little bit unstable, or at least she was back then. And that comes through in the character. Like, um, there's an episode, there's a scene in the first five episodes when they're talking about the cat pills. And she's telling Brendan, she's like, yeah, you know, you can just slip those pills right in through like a little hole in the back of their teeth. And she's like, and you know... The vet just never noticed how quickly those cat pills disappeared. And then she's like, she's like, I'm an adult. I should not be talking to you like this. I caught that first part. I, I remember the thing about the cat. Yeah. I do not remember that second part. And then she's like, and she's like, I should not be talking about this, Brandon. It's so easy to forget that you're like, you're not an adult. But like, she just like, she just says stuff like that. And also, um... There's a very good, there's a clothing, like, guy who makes, like, t-shirts and stuff that I love called Morning Glory Bootleg. It's, like, that t-shirt I have with the Night One lineup on the back mm-hmm. and uh, that Space Ghost Planetarium t-shirt. He made a Home Movies t-shirt that I pre-ordered, and part of the design on it is, like, Paula has, like, a little cap on. And I kind of realized that Paula, Poundstone Paula, has the cap on normally, and then, like, the re- like the normal Paula doesn't. Which oh, that's is, cool. It's something interesting that I, like, noticed that, like, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but when... when I'm you, sure. Yeah, but when you think of, like, the Paula Poundstone, like, the original Paula, she has the cap, and, like, their main one doesn't have the cap, which is kind of a little interesting design choice. Um, speaking of Morning Glory, they also made a home movie soundtrack cassette, which I also ordered because it's just cool. Nice. Um... Is that coming? Yeah, those are shipped. Um, the Right now, the shipping label's been created. It's not in transit yet, but those have shipped. Um, but there's just... There's so much good stuff in this show. Like, it's so... I think the show also is very hard to, like, onboard people. Because I just sit you down, and I'm just like, all right, we're going to watch this now. This is one of the shows... I've liked this show more than I've liked most of the shows you've shown me. Like, I, I like almost every show that you show me. Yeah. Pretty much, except Perfect Hair Forever, I've liked every show that yeah. you've shown me. Um, this one's up there. It, it's good. Like, I I feel like it's it's just hard to onboard people onto this show. Like, I've had exes who love, like, Bob's Burgers. I've tried to show them this show, and they just, like, weren't into it. Like, it's... I feel like it's a show that's kind of hard to onboard people with. Um, it's slower. It's very slow because it's like you have to sit there and pay full attention to it, and when you do, it's really, really fucking yeah, funny. You can't go from like Family Guy to this. Yeah, which is also a thing I think that also came with um, the transition into like the very like the infancy of Adult Swim into like the like the early days of Adult Swim because they get Family Guy in two thousand three and Home Movies airs its last episode in like two thousand four, mm-hmm. and so I do think that this is like a kind. Of, I feel like. I mean, the show was the show has a really good ending. It um, ends on oh, a t- they like actually conclude it. Yeah, that's it, cool. It ends with um, we can talk about it because no one cares. Um, Dude. I mean, like no, I don't give a shit. It ends with um, 
like they watch all their old movies and they kind of realize that like they're like why do we do this this is weird as and kids? then yeah as kids and then um and then the whole episode McGurk is trying to build like a grill for Paula and then at the last in the last scene the grill explodes and it's McGurk and McGurk's driving Paula's next to him and the kids are in the back seat and so they're kind of like this weird little family now yeah. and they're driving to go and McGurk's like alright what do you guys want to do for dinner and they're just arguing about dinner and Brendan's like filming out the window and they hit a bump and he drops the camera and it gets run over by a car and then like um, he kind of he's he's gonna be upset about it and he gets sucked into the conversation about dinner and starts like talking about it and they have this amazing song called Brendan's Camera that I'll play for you after this I might use it to close out this episode because it's such a good song yeah um and they kind of play that as, like, you see, like, the camera's last bit of film kind of, like, die out and stuff. Hmm. That's the end of the... It's such a beautiful ending That's to the show. That's actually really cool. Yeah, but, um... It, has, it had a very good ending, and I think it had a very good run. Four seasons, 52 episodes, it's a great run. Yeah, especially for, you know, like, a show like this. Yeah, but I think that, um... I do think that they're kind of moving away from this sort of stuff when they're really focusing on, like, the um, Family Guy stuff. And it does take a while for them to circle back to this with, like, Bob's Burgers because um, when Brendan does his second show, Lucy, Daughter of the Devil, that's a lot more, like, horror and gory and, like, shocking. That like, show's awesome. Yeah, like a, lot of, <laughs> like, a lot of Adult Swim was at the time. And also Bob's Burgers is that because it started off as their actual cannibals is the pilot for that show. Yeah. Um, but... More Bob's Burgers connections, because this is kind of about how everything, how Bob's Burgers is kind of like what everything that Lauren's done. Um, we don't get we don't get that many scenes of them in this show, but Walter and Perry are in this show, and Walter and Perry are just, um, they're like the gay version of Andy and Ollie yes. from Bob's Burgers. You know Andy and Ollie. And like, Walter and Perry are that, but it's just Brendan and H. John doing like a very high-pitched voice, and they're just talking about how they're in love with each other all the time. And so it's just... It's very similar to Andy and Ollie, but, like, tweaked slightly. So instead of, like, being brothers, they're just, like, gay. That's funny. Um, but it's cute. And I like... And also, I something I love about Walter and Perry is that they're also malicious as fuck sometimes, too. Because, like, they'll just be straight-up evil sometimes. I don't think I got much of them. We saw, like, one We saw episode, one scene. One There's one, one Walter scene. and Perry scene. Um, but they're, like... They're, they, they introduced a lot of recurring characters in season two. Like, Brandon's dad, Walter and Perry. Um, there's a character they introduced called Fenton Muley. Who, you know Hugo, the health inspector from Bob's Burgers? Yes. He is voiced by that guy, Sam Cedar, who's also a political commentator. Cool. Um, so he's voiced by that guy, and he's just like the most horrible little brat. And one of the episodes that really sold me on home movies is like him. It's like they go, Brendan has to make a video for him for his birthday because it's like Brendan's mom makes him. And so it's Fenton's birthday. He's being a fucking little shithead the whole time. And then McGurk shows up and like, it's it's honestly, I feel like it's a great episode for the ending, but it's also a little bit hard to watch just because the entire episode is this annoying little shithead being an annoying little shithead. <laughs> but the end of the episode is McGurk just gets pissed off. He's like, Fenton, shut up! Shut up! And it's like, McGurk just like screams at this kid and then he just gets quiet and like leaves and like McGurk like gets his mom's number and stuff like that. <laughs> and then it's just like McGurk putting this kid in his place is such a satisfying scene. And then the last scene is just, um... Brandon, Melissa, and Jason walking into the sunset while this amazing, like, guitar, like, riff plays. Mag it's so good. McGurk's funny because he's basically, like, I don't know if he's divorced in canon, but, like, he's, like, a textbook, like, turn-of-the-century divorcee. Yeah. Like, he's just, like... McGurk never had a wife. And he's, like, Car he's, like, he's almost like Carl. He's, like, a non-caricature version of Carl. Yes. From Aqua Team. Yes. Um, he's, I feel like the thing that 
that's different between McGurk and Carl is that Carl was a lot more um, disgusting. Yeah, he's and, more of a caricature of the of the archetype. Yeah, and Carl is also a lot more evil, whereas McGurk is more kind of like an asshole. McGurk like genuinely does love Brendan and Melissa, yeah. and, he, and like we don't get a also we don't get a lot of McGurk and Jason because they're voiced by the same um, the voice by the same actor. Because when I was younger, I used to wonder like why is Jason not why is Jason not at soccer practice with them but the reason is because they want him they he, it's he can't riff with you, himself you, you don't want the voices next to each yeah he, other. he can't yeah. he can't riff with himself so they don't really get that many scenes they get more scenes together later but like it is mostly kind of separated but um McGurk does genuinely I feel like the arc of the show too is McGurk kind of like weirdly filling in that role that Brendan and Paul are both missing from their life yeah because the end of the show is kind of like oh they're like a little family now well they're I mean the characters in the show minus the kids of course but like the adults in the show they're all like realistic people yeah like Paul is just a mom she's just a single mom McGurk's just like a guy yeah <laughs> um also another Bob's Burgers character is um Mr. Lynch from the show, he's the teacher, the the te- like the the blonde teacher with a little mustache. Okay. He yes. Oh, he is, the blonde teacher in this show. Okay. Yes, he is. Um, the, he is Ron, the health inspector, the other health inspector. Gotcha. And um, which is why that first that first season of Bob's Burgers really feels like home movies. We'll get into that, but um, so like, it's disgusting. But um, <laughs> um, so like, think about like so yeah so the, uh, there's a lot of um Lauren Bouchard actors from this show and the other show they're on adventure time a lot because um the guy's name his name is ron and bob's burgers and mr lynch in this show and his real name is ron lynch and he voices um he voices mr pig on adventure time um and i don't think i ever you may have not seen he was he like he like like gets married to tree trunks and stuff okay i know um i love tree trunks i'm pretty sure like all the bob's burgers kids are in um are in they're jake's kids in uh adventure time remember how i said i was gonna watch adventure time yeah i watched two episodes yeah of course (laughs) um you like you're not the stamina i texted him and our friend grayson because they both love adventure time and i was like hey i'm starting adventure time and bryce was just like yeah no you're not yeah because i (laughs) he was just like you're not gonna watch it I, like, you'll get bored. <laughs> no, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying I don't think you have the stamina because I almost it's like ten did. Ten seasons, right? Okay, but not even. It's not even just that. There's just so many episodes, and so many of them are like kind of nonsense and like not in a good way. Like, I mean, this might be sacrilege to some people, but I do think there's a lot of Adventure Time that is just like bullshit. That's kind of boring. It's like if you watch a Bleach with all the filler in it. Yeah, but like Adventure <laughs> Time, um, there's so much of it, and like me. Because I watched that show during spring of 2020. So me during peak quarantine, almost I even I had trouble like finishing it. Like it's. Well, it's see, I was going to watch it when I was, I had a surgery earlier this year and I was going to be like not working for a month. So I was like, yeah, watch, I'll watch. Just watch the fucking Venture Brothers. I watched two episodes. <laughs> I don't even know if I watched two. I may have just watched the first one. Of Adventure Time? I may have just watched the pilot. Just yeah. watch, just watch the Venture Brothers. We can do it on this show. After Bleach, I will. Uh, after Bleach, after Game of Thrones. Game um, of Thrones is over. Okay, watch the Venture Brothers then. No, that was the deal. Um, <laughs> Fighting. I'm, sorry. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I have someone else who might be in. Who might be in the. Who no. might be in the, who might be in no. the wings to do the Venture Brothers episodes oh, with fuck, me. I'll watch them then. Um, but so That's abusive. I know. This is. I'm just. I'm just gas. I'm just gaslighting you. I'm just gaslighting well, you on this. You on this can't episode. Do it. I guess yeah. I'll have to go. <laughs> um, fucking. Let's see what else is in my notes here. Oh yes, 
Um, I'll do it with you because like, I'll just let you talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll chime in. I'll be like, that's like Batman. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's like Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, one of my notes says that Jason in the first five episodes is just Chris Griffin, which I think is kind of funny. Yes. Yes. Um, when he like is fucking like snotting all over his hands. Yeah, and shit like that. <laughs> that was like a huge thing with this show and also with Mission Hill is that like um not like networks in the early 2000s or late 90s did not know how to market these shows because like that scene was like the main scene in the commercials for home movies. And it's like uh it's just it, it's people just wouldn't get it. It's too it's it's I don't think this show could ever survive cuz UPN was like an ABC type network back then. It was not a cable network. Yeah. I don't think it could have survived um back then. Um back then or nowadays. I mean, I don't think it could have survived on network TV back then. It could only survive on Adult Swim okay. on cable because Adult Swim was taking risks on stuff like this. Um, let's see if there's anything. There's a great line in this in this season where Girk is talking about. He's like, "Yeah, you know, Darwin says you always want to date your mothers." He confused Freud yeah, with he's, Darwin. He's fucking shit faced on a date. I think he's like ranting to this woman. Yeah, I think it's so funny that they said um, they said um darwin instead of freud but like they don't they don't call attention to it yeah they don't he says it with such confidence that i've seen that episode like a million times and i only caught it this time like wait he said fucking darwin like um but yeah so i also love the end of the commentary in the last episode is like um h john benjamin just starts going like a worm will turn and then (laughs) He's just like, I don't know what the conduct, he's like, a worm will turn. And like the last thing before it cuts off is like, is Brendan going, I've I've heard a lot of expressions hanging out with you guys. Are we still rolling? And then it just cuts off. Um, That's fun. It's, the commentaries are so fun. I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to the ones I didn't listen to for this episode. But um, yeah, I think honestly, we, this could just be like a show we start watching when we hang out. I was about to say, I I was going to ask if I could take home season two tonight. Like the DVD? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Right, um, I was going to ask you that when we got off. Yeah, because this like this is such a fun show, and I think a lot of the elements people remember it for get introduced in like season two and stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll, because I'll, how, how, what? That'll be like a six-hour watch? Yeah, it's about six hours for a full season of home I movies. I might do it tonight. Yeah, it's... I'll do it tonight and tomorrow. It's, re- it's fun. It's really fun. I, I think... Was, I was going to say... Sorry to interrupt you. You're um, we can We can circle back in a few months and do seasons... Two, three, yeah, four. that's why I'm only doing. That's why I only put. I'm only labeling this as season one, and we're only discussing season one yeah. because this is such a good show that I don't want to like. I don't want to do all of her movies in one episode. I actually, yeah, I really like this. Which I, is I also, think I could get really into it. Which is also why I'm going to do. We're going to do. So after this, we're going to do Lucy, Daughter of the Devil, which is which um, we watched in college. That was one of the first shows we watched after The Simpsons. It was. We came back for because we watched The Simpsons, and then we came back from that um, from the winter break, and then I had I got the Lucy DVD over the winter break, and so we watched it then because I yeah, brought yeah, it back. Yes, after. because um, because I because I stupidly thought that the Bob's Burgers movie was still coming out, and I wanted to rewatch a lot of like of stuff like it old. Did, it did come out. Well, I mean, I thought it was coming out in like 2021, <laughs> not 2022, because yeah. that was back when the release date was still April 2021. We'll cover that a lot in the Bob's Burgers movie episode. Yeah, a lot of shit got fucked up. But yeah, a lot of shit got fucked up by COVID. But I'm glad it came out when it did. But um, so we're gonna do Lucy, Daughter of the Devil, the whole show because it's only 10 episodes. It took like two hours to watch, so that's one episode we're yeah, gonna we do. Watched it all in a night, right? Yeah, it's 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 one of those Adult Swim shows that's only like a one night watch. And then we're going to do season one of Bob's Burgers. 
And I'm also going, that's going to be a lot of, it's going to be me talking about like my memories with that show on Adult Swim. Like I'm going to be talking about a lot of the early promos, like, like the promo art for that episode is like, they used to do these amazing puppet commercials. I'm going to talk about those a lot. Yeah. And then the finale of this miniseries is going to be, um, it is going to be the Bob's Burgers movie, which we're going to, re- I'm going to get it recorded earlier, but I'm going to release that episode on, um, the one year release date on May twenty seventh. Nice. And um that no, that's a Tuesday, right? That's that's like gonna be like a Friday. And then after that, um, I may be doing Metalocalypse. I might have a guest lined up for the first season of Metalocalypse. And then we'll, I'm, I'm the movie, right? Or not the movie, the 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 Doomstar. Yeah, we'll get we'll 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 talk about Metalocalypse stuff because we're gonna get there's gonna be I don't know where we're going after this I don't know if I want to do another mini series after the Lauren one but the the mini series right now is as far as I'm looking ahead. We will consult the spreadsheet. Yeah, we'll and con- figure it we'll out. consult the non-existent spreadsheet. I'll make it. I promise. But um, <laughs> all right. So you have anything else? Um, no, I was just gonna say I'm probably gonna I think I'll probably set out the Bob's Burgers show episode. Okay. Just because I don't watch that show very much. Okay. But I saw the movie with you like twice, or yeah, three times I think. Yeah. So I'll definitely do the movie with you. We get Hunter on the Bob's Burgers. Yeah, episode. I was about to say you get Hunter. Um, but I'll be here for Lucy. I'll be here for the Bob's movie. Okay, cool. All right, so you can follow us on Twitter at Owls Only Pod. Um, Lauren Bouchard just followed us, so you can follow us too. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Adult Underscore Swim Underscore Merch Underscore Archive, where I post like everything that I talk about in here, my merch segments, and I post like you know. All this kind of cool shit. So if you like Adult Swim, follow that Instagram account, follow our Twitter, and yeah, got anything else to plug? Nope, but just make sure you follow our Twitter because that's where we post all of our updates for our content. We yep. also up, we also post our plans for our stuff usually. Yeah, like I that's what that's what Lauren like. You like to tweet about like the plans for the month. Yeah. Um all right, so that's it. See you guys next week. See ya. Mm-hmm.